Welcome to the Voice of Many podcast show with Yolanda and Vanessa. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Um, we have just wrapped up our uh, interview session with Julie um, Josie, and um, we're doing our episode now that we call Table Talk, where we come together as friends and talk about um, things that are going on locally, uh, in the news, or things that are just on our minds. And during our uh, intermission, um, Julie was, we started talking about um, communication, how families are being forced together um, due to COVID and how it's impacting. Um, so it's going to be great to hear um, some of the experiences and some of the things that Julie um, has been exposed to. So Julie, um, thank you again for coming back with us and in, um, doing this session of Table Talk. Um, again, thank you. Bye. So during our break, we were talking about um, how COVID has impacted people um, with communication. Uh, you want to go ahead and continue our conversation there? So sure, no problem. Like I was telling you earlier, what I noticed um, with some of my friends and some of my, you know, colleagues, I noticed that um, the COVID forced them to be with their families. Remember, everybody was so busy focused on themselves, and everybody was focusing on being on work. Some people just come home, eat, sleep, and go to work. Mm-hmm. Some people don't even have a day life. That's how I say it was. But, but what World COVID did is that it allowed people, you know, we're no longer working together. So now we have to sleep together, actually communicate together, being host all day. And so now I noticed the trend. I don't know if you noticed it from since COVID-19, a lot of people being getting divorced. Mm-hmm. A lot because the communication is there. Nobody hardly know anybody anymore. Or if not, everybody's so focused on saying on social media that they have to they, they are not communicating with their spouse. They're not communicating with their children. The children are rebelling. And then they're like, when since you was like that? And the problem is they never took the time to know their kids. They never took their time to know their husband. They never took the time to know their wife. Right. So uh, COVID played a major role in the family. And, 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 and believe me, when this all said and done, you will see a lot of single families. And you, and you wouldn't believe it. This will mostly happen. I tell you, my whole mostly happens to the black community because you have to remember the black community majority of the time work harder than our Caucasian friends or whatever so forth. So sometimes a black family might be holding three to four jobs and they now suddenly all of a sudden they don't have the three to four jobs. Now, now they have to deal with mommy and they believe deal with daddy and deal with sisters and brothers. That's very true. And I didn't think about it that way either, but that that is so true. We are always um, trying to make ends meet that we mm-hmm. forget about the family. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's Oh, yeah. This, in this day of time, people don't date no more. One time ago, you used to get a date your husband, but not because everybody have a, like, you know, a lot of people that um, work paycheck to paycheck. They don't have the time to date their spouse. They don't have the time to date their wife. Or you think there it is, wife, uh, fancy, um, then or whatever, so far. That's why I always tell people, even while you was dating, you should have been doing this long time. Not when you married, that you should have been dating. Yeah, not when you married, that you now date. You must be dating a long time. But now, they come in reality. Now, they be like, oh, my God, I can't believe I married this man. I, oh, my God, I can't believe I married this woman. <laughs> no, it's really just... Yeah, that's it's true. Very not, 
really just now you seeing the person first time you be like oh my god I never knew my husband was a Nazi man <laughs> seriously oh you be like oh my god I can't believe my wife is can cook because a majority of time some some you some uh, no majority of time you just stop and go get some fast food or you just eat or you get some side orders and you probably might put a chicken in the oven and then you go get some mac and cheese from KFC. And get somewhere else, and you and you put the food together, so yours would never see the real talent of you cooking. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm telling you, yours would never see the real talent of you cooking. So when you come, your mask was like, "Oh my god, what were you doing all these years?" <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm telling you, it's true. It's true. Yeah, it's very true, and you know. And when you say you, you didn't realize your your wife was like this or your husband was like that, um, that's that's very true. That's very true. And a lot of times we take for granted how hard our teachers actually work with our kids yes. um, because, yes. you know, we just get them up, ship them out, you know, bring them back to feed them and put them to bed and sh- repeat the process over that we forget. You see my daughter's teacher. I communicate all the time with my daughter's teachers. You see, at the end of the year, I try to give my daughter's teachers them something because their teachers just be there seven to eight hours with our kids. Mm-hmm. And we just neglect that. We're like, you know, we don't think about that, but these teachers take a lot. That's why when I see the teachers them fighting for race and the union fighting for them, my heart goes up to them because they take a lot, a lot. And they have to deal with a kid, tantrum. Mm-hmm. And so now you have to deal with just tantrum because I see a lot of <laughs> virtual learning. Yeah. And I've been watching a lot of that on TikTok and a lot of things. I mean, some of the parents have been beating the parents live on TikTok because, live on virtual, because they whooping those kids because, you know, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe. Why you can't learn? It's true. Because yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. oh the other day, my daughter, she's also in virtual learning right now. And I was trying to help her because the teacher's busy trying to help another student. And this little girl was like, you're too loud. You're rude. I don't like you. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's not okay. Exactly. I was like, how? How? I don't understand how she kept her cool. But my daughter, she looked at me, looked back at the computer, and she laughed. She was like, I won't do that, mommy. Is <laughs> I don't understand. Mm. Once you, see my, you see me right there. Once my daughter get out of the order, them teachers just email me quick. I have a relationship with the teachers. Um, seriously. Because at the end of the day, you have to keep... Um, sometimes these train just act out. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, they're not getting the love and the good mm-hmm. treatment as a parent. So when they go to school, they act out. You understand? They're trying to get the super attention. They're trying to get to it. So then they're there, the class clown, because when they're home, the discipline and the structure is not there. Mommy is 35 to 46, or the daddy is not at home, or whatever. So the daddy is home, and the mommy's somewhere else, and all kind of things. You know what I'm saying? You have to take focus on the Eastern education, especially in America. When you're growing young men, men have to be smart and educated. You know what I'm saying? Because at this rate, how we are going out in America, we need these children because they're the next generation. They will leave next, next four or five years. True. That's true. That's why I get on my daughter so much. And I'm like, I love you. I'm not trying to be harsh on you, 
as like that you being a black female, you've got to take school seriously because it will take you so much further being smart and studying than it will be to not know anything at all. Exactly, and I agree with you 100%. Exactly. You guys, you you, mm-hmm. go ahead. Uh, then you have to worry about, like, when your kids act out like that in school, if they act out like that as an adult, I always tell my daughter all the time, I said, even if you're a kid, you have consequences. I said, some consequences at school nowadays, they will judge you just like they do an adult. So you cannot exactly. act out that way because you don't understand the consequences of your actions now can affect you for the rest of your life. I said, us as adults, we still have rules we have to follow. I said, so it's not that everyone can do absolutely everything they want to. I said, you have rules in school. We have rules that the government makes that we have to follow too. I think like, so it's, we've all got to learn. And I told her, I like, it's, it's a way of life, but we've got to make it better so that way your future can be better. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. And like I was telling, um, I know back home, um, where I'm from, I know America, um, you guys don't, don't, don't whoop your kids. And I noticed that that was the thing. Because when I first came here, I mean, it was so hard to, to discipline my daughter because I was so used to doing a little spiking every now and then. But when I moved over here and I noticed that you guys did, so that was a whole total change for me as in parenting. But like I also tell them, a little whooping wouldn't um, would hurt. I ain't tell you the abuse it is. But sometimes you they need the um you have to put them in the right alignment. You understand? Thank you. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah. If you can put them a little like you, you see my back in the days, when my mommy looked at me, uh, you understand? Know she had to do me this one look. Yes. Mm-hmm. That one that one, that one look. <laughs> hold on. All she do for my see one look, I know how to correct myself and how to carry myself as a young lady. You understand? But these kids, I mean, when I first came here, I ran from the Bahamas, we said, yes, ma'am. No, mm-hmm. sir. Yes. You understand? I came here, when I came here, I said good morning to people and people were talking to me straight. So I just tell my boss and say, girl, you better be quiet, girl. I like it. So what are you talking about? I say, but I say, there's no manners and no, and the kids them um at the bus stop. You know when my daughter was told, you could see the the hundred pound words they was using as like O M G. And then and when I say good morning, boys, good morning, girls, they look at me like I was crazy. You understand? And then I say, oh wow, this this this, this system here probably has all messed up. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. A okay, so when you like remember when you call nine one. <laughs> yeah, the system over here have to get them really messed up. As when I look at it, if you're trying to discipline your child, you're trying to discipline your child for the future of like you know. So later on, when the, so the, so they wouldn't have no police calling them or whatever so forth. So they wouldn't the police wouldn't beat them or whatever so forth. Yes, uh, I mean the system. It needs a little bit of change. You understand? But like I said, like I just tell my daughter another thing: when both parents are and both adults are in the room. A child cannot be heard. Mm-hmm. You're back to missing the talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things change, gradually. Yeah, mm. Yeah, we grew up in that era where you were seen and not heard. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were seen. Yeah. Well, we said express our feelings. We say, "Mommy, something is wrong." She listened to us, but I mean, we was disciplined. 
Yeah, but we knew to say, excuse me, can I say something instead of just jumping in, being rude? Mm-hmm. You know, we had mm-hmm. respect for our elders and we knew no. right from wrong. But now kids, they don't respect, you know, there's no respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I remember one time ago, I used to drop my daughter to school because I was living in America and I, oh, wow. I used to drop her every morning to the bus stop. She said, mommy, I'm going, you're going to drop you no more. Why is the last sex activity? I'm not going to drop you anymore. My I see this mommy come inside that bus. She said, I beat mommy, daddy, uncle, anybody who messed with my baby. Man, listen, the way that woman was carried on, I said, I wonder why her kid's so rude. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. She said, I beat her, I beat daddy, mommy, uncle, cousin, whoever messed with my baby, I'm going to mess you up. I was like, oh, Lord. Oh, wow. Listen, she was so ratchet. I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> I said, oh, Lord. Girl, listen. <laughs> oh, she was ratchet. <laughs> now, if anybody has to buy my daughter, you know, you have to come to me. But I ain't care on, like, how that lady was carrying on. <laughs> well, it's, it's great to know that you are still instill, you know, instilling those same traditions into your daughter, you know, that you grew up with. Yeah, and yeah, she's going to be 17 next month. It makes a difference. It makes a yeah, difference. she's on the honor roll. She's on the principal list. I'm very proud of her. That's good. I tell you, you did a great <laughs> job. Great job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much, Julie, for taking out this time with us and having our table talk session. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed you, and I look forward to spending more time with you um, at our pop-ups. And and I just tell you, I'm looking forward to trying your products as well. No problem. You will enjoy the product. We will. Believe me, we're going to get some this weekend, next weekend. For sure. <laughs> and thank you to our listeners for listening to the Voice of Many podcast show. If you have any questions or suggestions, please contact us on our many social media web pages. Please don't forget to subscribe to our channel, and we will talk to you later.